<laughs> Don't worry about it. It's what? fine. Did you just like sit on an attack? <laughs> or like students playing pranks on you? Yep. Yeah. No, I'm an old teacher now. <laughs> There's a detention going on behind me. <laughs> well, at least you got all the apples you could eat. Oh boy, it's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, through the internet, her name is Catherine Cogart. My name is Catherine Cogart? And you're here to say? Uh, it's fun to host a podcast. Podza-za! Ha-pa-tha-tha-tha-tha-tha. Uh, yeah, I really... I'm working on, I'm I'm working on my dwarvish. <laughs> I applaud your new and interesting forms in hip-hop and rap. Thank you. <laughs> really exploring the space. Yeah, I call it um, having no rhythm and being white. <laughs> uh, so no rhythm and whites is uh, what you're calling. Ooh, rhythm and blues, fun. no rhythm and whites. No rhythm and whites. Uh, don't love, don't love saying whites. <laughs> Feel like we used it innocuously here, but still. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, Laundry is a dirty word. Mm, well, you know what else is white and sometimes dirty. What? Oh, I get it. I get it. Our topic this very week, paper towels. Hey, we did it. We got there. (laughs) Where did you think I was going there? I I had no idea. I was like, I have no possible idea what he could say next. (laughs) That really makes me feel super good about the next 30 minutes we're going to spend talking about paper towels. (laughs) We're so on the same wavelength. (laughs) We're just really, just really vibing together. Uh, Destructively oscillating. Uh, yeah, I've, Catherine is in one phase and I'm in the other phase. And, uh, so this podcast sounds like nothing. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Wave dynamics. Very interesting. I'm somewhat interesting. Uh, well, Don't be too generous with wave dynamics. They get enough gets, glitz and glamour. Do they? As it is. I think so. Yeah. They want all the wavies. They... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture of a hand waving back and forth. Hi. The golden statuette. <laughs> But you go to that award show, you get to do the wave a lot. <laughs> Woo! What do you think about the wave before we move on I to our main topic? I think it's super fun. Do you like the wave? Yeah, I think, well, I wouldn't say super fun. I think it's fun. It's super fun. I just recently, uh, there was a wave going on uh, at a sports game. Um, oh, just recently now? Just there recently. There was a wave? At a sports game. Is it coming, is it coming back my way? <laughs> yeah, Should be, I be ready? Be ready. It's, I find it really embarrassing when you don't see the wave coming. Oh, and it just moves over you? Or? Oh, my God. I missed it. I missed my chance. Yeah. You really do. You, I mean, you got to get up and down. It's really quite fast. Yeah. But a lot of people on my Twitter timeline were like, nope, the wave is stupid. Why are you doing it? And I was like, why do you guys hate things? Like, hate it's fun. fine. Why do you hate fun? Yeah. It's totally yeah. okay. I think you're following the wrong people. Mm, that's true. I got to hang in with a better Twitter crowd. <laughs> They're from the wrong side of the tracks. <laughs> uh... Is tracks like a technical term? You know, or? it's awkward though when you're like t- in a gym, like a, ba- a basketball gym, and there's like two bleachers facing each other, and then you have to go from one bleacher to the next, and it's like, uh. Right, right. That actually happens with uh, real waves in the ocean too. You know, like a wave can translate really smoothly if there's no break, but as soon as yeah. something like waves don't do sharp turns so good, you know? Oh no! <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> and thus ends our subtopic on waves. You feel good about what we said about waves? 
feel great about what we said about waves. Fantastic. Next topic, paper Let's towels. wave goodbye to waves. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I promise I'm done. What, uh, do you keep paper towels in the home, Catherine? Um, I did, but I do not anymore. Really? I'm vehemently against them. I don't think that's a word. What? Vehemently? Vehemently? Oh, I, I say vehement, but I don't really know if that's right. Oh, vehement. Okay. Uh, uh, in the show notes, it. the correct pronunciation of vehemently. <laughs> Really, right. really interesting show notes yep. this week. Um, really? Okay, so you're against them entirely. I'm completely against them. Why? Um, because I think they're a waste. Fair. Paper, a waste of money, a waste of my time. Waste your time. No, that can't I mean, be right. it's a little bit more time to not have paper towels, but I don't know. I, I get um, like cheap cotton cloths, um, not with the fuzzies on them. Just the non-fuzzy, just like a cloth. I don't know, like linens almost. And I use those as paper towels. And then I just wash them. And they're washable. Yeah. Yeah. So rags. You're saying you have rags. I don't like that word. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's it's demeaning to my it's linens. It's not mean. <laughs> the rag. Listen, a working class hero is a fine thing you to be. No more rag Cinderella. <laughs> I mean, I think you, you need to be striking a blow for the proletariat here and saying like take it back is what i'm saying i'm not i don't think the proletariat wants me (laughs) this is something i could go back to a lot which is because you keep insulting them and being like rags as if no you don't have to say rags nobody (laughs) has to say rags it's not like it's expense more expensive just to say the word linens (laughs) it's funny it feels more expensive (laughs) and also like my fake YouTube like star name is Cat Fancy, and she's not of the proletariat. That's true, but I think there's also a fine uh, a fine history of satire in people of the proletariat putting on rich face. Yeah, I find that very offensive. I'm sorry, I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, Cat Fancy, what will we do with you? Anyway, I think Cat Fancy's videos will be all about how to be fancy on a budget. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Is it going to be like a Gwyneth Paltrow thing? I feel fancy on a budget. And I think my first episode is going to be about how you can say words like linens. Uh, is it going to be like a Gwyneth Paltrow thing where like, it's as, she's like, you could do this every day. And then you look at it, you're like, if you're Gwyneth Paltrow, you could. Like if you had no, a no, manservant. No, no, it's going to be so real, man. Mm, love it. Cat fancy. So real, man. <laughs> totally a real person. I would say, uh... <laughs> Linens is not the right word, though. I mean, like, I'm, I'm okay. Listen, as as a beginning here, yeah. I am accepting uh-huh. your framework. This seems fine, but I just, okay. I would just say that linens describes a much broader uh, set because linens can be like sheets and stuff too, right? It's true. It's true. Um, cloths. I, I just worry it's confusing. But uh, also, rag implies a smaller piece of cloth than I am using. Like these are How these big? are like two foot by two foot things. Those are quite big. They're very big, yeah. Well, maybe foot and a half by foot and a half. But. Uh, what about a what about a dish towel? Would you consider calling it a dish towel? It's not a dish towel, mm. but it serves the same function. I have separate dish towels. Yeah. Uh, would you use a dish towel instead of a, a whatever you're using? Instead of a paper towel? Instead of a whatever like your your yeah, your if linen I done cloth laundry for a while, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell, hell's bells. I'll use my sock if I need to, as long as I don't have to use a paper towel. Don't use a sock. Gross. Uh, I guess if it's on the floor, it's fine. Yeah, it depends on what you're wiping up. Yeah, if it's the counter, don't do that. Mm. I mean, the counter's dirty. I mean, it's already yeah, a mess. But 
It depends on what you're using it for. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so I would say that uh, I find that there is a range, and you can agree or disagree, but there, there are a range of people who... Uh, there is a spectrum upon which people use paper towels. So when I grew up, it was like, we had paper towels in the home. You might use it here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started living with someone who basically used it for literally everything. <laughs> because I think, I think... And she can correct me if she wants. Um, I think the idea is that, like, those are always clean. Because that way you don't have the sock problem, right? They're not always clean, to be clear. But, but I think like, it's easy to feel like they're if clean. if it's clean if it's on the ground? Well, but, like, wiping up a counter or something. Okay. Or, like... Okay, but that's why you have... You use a clean linen. You spray it down, wipe it off. Still really feels like the wrong word. <laughs> okay. You use a clean... Uh, counter wiper did you self-generate that word like like did you just be like i mean no i didn't invent linens (laughs) wow (laughs) the the inventor of linen on my very own podcast (laughs) no under your nose the whole time i guess is that is that like a thing uh like when you were growing up that people might call a cloth that you would use to wipe up or is that like you were like i've decided okay i'm just trying to because i want to feel fancy on a budget It's all well. It's just I think it feels almost too fancy because it's like as though you're using like good cloth one might use I think for you're something being else. Fancy normative here. It, you don't get to decide what's too fancy. Again, <laughs> I've accepted your framework. You do you. It seems fine, but to me, it sounds a little like you're using bed sheets to like clean things up, or like I'll just use the use the pillowcase. I'll throw it out and get a new one. It's a little like no! using hundred dollar bills to light your cigarette, you know. You're like, eh. It's it's like using it's like using twenty dollar bills and then washing the twenty dollar bills and then not spending twenty dollar bills the next time you need to wipe something up with a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> all right, you know, I mean, honestly, mostly I'm just glad that after all these years of podcasting together, I can still find out new things about you. Hey, it's a it's a beautiful road we're on. Um. But uh, yeah, I find most people are on the spectrum of paper towel use. Would you say that's uh, fair? Like, I definitely find most people are on the spectrum. Do do you like? I mean, do you, have you noticed though people who just like use it compulsively, and people who like you know kind of have them around? Yeah, I think I went through a phase where I was a compulsive paper towel user, and I'm I feel reformed. Hmm. What uh, was there a, a defining moment? Did you have like a moment of realization? I don't know. I probably just watched like one environmental document documentary too many and i was like well never buying paper towels again and here we are (laughs) uh and here we go as we come back in a moment on encyclopedia brunch on encyclopedia brunch talking about paper towels all right uh now as i was saying on on the grand spectrum of paper towel use i find myself somewhere in the middle um sometimes it's just it's very easy to reach for one i think you're just like i don't have a good solution for this not buy them anymore right don't give yourself an out i got a lot left over yeah um 
And then also here's the thing I use it for, which I definitely feel this is the worst. This is mm. this is a real podcast confessional. <laughs> podcast confession. Um, so I got uh, I used to keep a compost because um, I've always kept a compost. I think it's it's uh, a very good thing to do, and it makes me feel much less wasteful because of the amount of organic waste I generate, like tea. <laughs> um, I, I create a lot of tea leaves, and throwing all those out feels dumb. And so. Uh, I stopped because we just kept getting fruit flies and the real answer is take your compost out every day or two. But like I would do like four or five days because like, ugh. um, and, uh, so I was like, fine, I'm just not dealing with this anymore. I'm just going to throw it all in the trash and I have a trash chute in my apartment. However, throwing organic waste down a trash chute, gross. It just goes to the sides of the trash chute. So now one thing I use paper towels for is I wrap my like tea leaves in a paper towel because that will like still fall to the bottom but it's like, totally. be- it's better than like putting it in a Ziploc bag, you know, and it keeps the thing from, and that, that is so wasteful on so many levels. So <laughs> anyway, that's my podcast confessional. Podcast confession. But they're very easy is the point and they're useful for things like that. Yeah, no, they are. Bits yeah. of paper. So absorbent. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. Your, your apartment's trash chute is so strange. <laughs> it's so little. <laughs> And so you're clearly like not supposed to have a trash can where you take your trash out, but it's also like, yeah, it's going to get gross. Yeah. (laughs) There's no trash bag. Yeah. Tough to, tough to solve that one. Yeah. That's a tricky one. I mean, it's, it's handy for sure, but yeah, I don't think I can begrudge you a paper towel to manage the trash chute situation. Yeah, but it adds up. It certainly does. Yeah. I mean, hey. Well. You can always have some of my linens if you need them. <laughs> no, but then I'm throwing away linens. It's the worst. Don't throw away linens. Those are valuable. I mean, so this this is like the whole deal with the invention of paper towels, right? And what why they're different from linens. <laughs> I guess I'm going to use that term. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> I'm going to come up with something better. You'll see. Um, okay. Well, I'm open to that. I hope it's fancy. <laughs> uh, Yorkshires. I don't know. <laughs> then it sounds like we're throwing away dogs. <laughs> Oh, but they're so absorbent. <laughs> um, so before 1907, they're not absorbent. They're greasy. Sorry. Let's 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 leave it. Let's leave it. Leave it. Who's no. a good boy? Um, I am. No, you're not. Uh, not that you're not good. You're just not a boy. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I forget. Okay. That's all. Yeah, no, totally. You know, it's not important. It's not. You do you. Um. In 1907, the Scott Paper Company uh, invented paper towels. Uh, and before that, we were using mostly cloths, like uh, like cat fancy. Linens? Nope. Nope, I don't. It's called the linen section. That's where you buy towels. And other things. And, well, and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, by that logic, it's like you're you're buying, oh... I don't know, let's say a novelty squirt gun or some like silly thing. And you'd be like, oh, these are my beyonds. <laughs> you're applying <laughs> well, the general I, term a little too specifically. That's all. I just, I don't know. I feel like, I just still feel like you're being so word normative. I feel like you're throwing normative around awfully haphazardly. You think I'm being normative normative? <laughs> nope. That would be a misuse of the word normative. Oh, that would be a misuse of the word normative. <laughs> but I genuinely feel like you're being normative in this way. What does normative mean? I feel like we've um, lost the thread. It means that you're pulling me back to like the mean. Uh, okay. In a way that is unnecessary. Fair. Yeah, I can define words live. Suck it. 
uh boy i'm just gonna let this one lie over there and uh so uh yeah scott paper company basically because you were spreading colds from cloth towels in restrooms because before that you'd wash your hands uh otherwise yeah totally i mean i think the big so the very inception of what a paper towel is 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 that it's disposable right because this way you can throw it out so that your germs aren't getting around it's always clean right it's always quote clean it's it's cleaner. It's you know. It's always cleaner. Like we could say that. Yeah. What's usually cleaner? But you can't say that. Actually, yeah. sometimes it's not cleaner. Like yeah, I mean, when if... you get linens fresh out of the the laundry. Oh yeah, when you make your bed. <laughs> well, you washed your linens with your bed sheets. Your linens. There's you a mean... word for them. They're bed sheets. You're, you're doing a linens load, is what you're saying. Yes, I'm washing my linens, which is both my things that I wipe down the counter with and my bed sheets. I just keep trying to not talk about this. Um. I think it's coming to the surface, and I think we should work through this together. What do you think, therapist? Deny, deny, deny. What if this whole podcast was just a therapist session, and the therapist just hasn't been saying anything? (laughs) Oh, it is. That's why it costs us hundreds of dollars per hour to make this podcast. (laughs) Please give us your support. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, Uh, this is why we don't have a donate page. (laughs) We need a little bit of money, you know, to cover hosting fees and therapy and. Commuting to therapy. Yeah, it really adds up. Yeah, yeah. And also we like to bring little presents to our therapist because of transference. <laughs> sure. <laughs> We've moved a lot of our love onto the th- therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's safer that way. Do you think they love us? Almost certainly not. <laughs> if you were a therapist, would you, would you think you would be able to like like your patients? <sighs> I'm very good at liking people. Um, okay. Which is probably yeah. why I shouldn't be a therapist, honestly, because I think I'd get like very... Um, attached it's just a little too empathetic like i think i might feel the feelings with them a little too much um to the point where i'd be super crazy bummed and like you know not able to like actually give perspective like such a hard job yeah well i think it is you know then uh this ends our salute to our nation's therapist sorry that's no it's they we they deserved a proper salute they yeah, do great work. Yep. Uh, well, so, I mean, the disposability, I think, is is, is the big thing there, uh, which is why it's so easy to grab for, because it's just like, this is the thing I won't have to worry about. Even even a moment from now, I'll be done with oh, it. That's so stupid. Well, but, so then the trick becomes, how do you make it useful and disposable, right? Because what you could do is just, you get that, like, brown paper towel, you know, the kind that you might have in, like... I don't remember them from public school, the but like, yeah, like ones. a lot of, a lot of just, you know, high traffic places have them. Um, yeah. not very absorbent, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't bring a lot to it's the It's enough table. for your hands not to be sopping wet when you leave. <laughs> so you need to bring, uh, you, you need to weave the paper a different way mm-hmm. to get it extra absorbent. Sure. And my understanding was that basically it's it's like a loose weave instead of like really packing all the fibers extremely tight so that there's not room in between and then mm-hmm. just applying some kind of resin or something. Um, yeah, you put some filling resin to put some gaps so that you have more fibers in between like the sides. Do you know how that works? And so that is more space for the water to live in, right? Yeah, that sounds... So I, I, the thing that I have trouble picturing though is so the idea is so you got all these like threads of... Uh, paper right cellulose probably um and then they're woven and then in order to make them so they don't like self-pack really really tightly into say mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like a really nice T-shirt or something. They they <laughs> they look more like a loose knit sweater. In order to like, you have to fill that gap with a, a resin. Is that resin absorbent? Like, will it pick up water, or is it just sort of a space filler to create extra gaps? I think it's just a filler. Okay, so the idea then is that it fits in the gaps, but not perfectly, so that there's air, extra airspace in there. Yeah, it's like um. I don't know. Okay. Like packing peanuts, maybe? Uh, Yeah, okay. I can buy that. No, because packing peanuts are filler to like fit things close to, you know, perfectly. So that even though the object you're shipping isn't box-shaped, the like object plus the packing peanuts is box-shaped. Well, but there's gaps in between the peanuts. Mm, fair. All right. You yeah. won me back. Gotcha there. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, well, that's how we keep them uh, adorbent. It sounds like they weren't that way to begin with, because it was there. There is a a urban legend that really it was just a bunch of um, toilet paper. Toilet paper, yeah. <laughs> they sized incorrectly. I don't know. Seems wrong. That seems like marketing. That seems like uh, one of those like oops all whatever things. That was like oops a cereal. all berries. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Why of. is oops on the box? <laughs> Why did you you really rolled with this mistake, guys? <laughs> I think I stole that joke from someone, but <laughs> salute to you, comedian who said that. <laughs> but I maintain that the toast crunches on the cinnamon toast crunch box are clearly cannibals. In that, oh yeah. Are they, they are looking down at the cereal and licking their lips, but they themselves are more pieces of cereal. Right, and they're going. And they have creepy little bug eyes. Well, who's being normative now? I'm being eye normative. Yeah, and also like extremely uh, humanocentric, anthropocentric. But they've already been anthropomorphized. But they've been anthropomorphized to look like creeps. I just feel like they're their own people. You know, like they're they're a uh, non non oh species conforming. Uh, <laughs> they just like you know they're okay. So there's there's partial serial uh, no. partial humans. No. No, no, no. Oof. The only reason a marketer gives something eyes is so that you'll empathize it more. So why would you give it creepy eyes? I'm just saying in 50 years, you're going to look awfully silly because you're going to seem super behind the times. This is going to be on a recording of you being like, well, and in I 50 say- years in the past, you're going to look super silly for call- for making fun of me for calling my linens linens. <laughs> I swear to God, if that catches on. And <laughs> what? What are you going to do? Genuinely curious? I'll just be very upset. I, listen, this has happened to me before. I, th- I'm, you're already I thought the iPad was stupid. Time. I thought smart water was stupid. Oh, man. There's so, so many things where I just keep going like, well, that'll never catch on. That's obviously really dumb. And then that's Apple all we do. watch. Don't listen, get it. Listen to me drinking my smart water, working on my iPad. <laughs> uh, anyway, one, one more fun fact about the uh, early days of paper towels was that... Uh, a company called Corbin started making it, and they decided to label them Nebrock paper towels, which is Corbin backwards, which I don't really understand. I don't know. <laughs> I think marketing in that days was a little bit more like, oh, people will probably buy this. <laughs> it was like, let's just hire a song and dance man. He'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, let's just hire, uh, I don't know, Billy Holiday or something. <laughs> Not Billy Holiday. Uh, not really a song and dance. 
Another person. Okay, and that begins our salute to another person. We'll be back in a minute on Slavia Brunch. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch, talking about paper towels. Those absorbent little squares. <laughs> My favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Tim explains the topic. Um, okay. So an alien is listening to the podcast. <laughs> so uh, I guess with regard to the sustainability of paper towels, seems like probably not, right? But... What we do know about the lumber industry is that it is actually pretty sustainable, all in all. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, when I visited Forks, which that entire county is built on lumber. Forks, Washington, um, for the Forks, listener. Washington. Home of Twilight and lumber and, and some lumber. Native American reservations. Um, yeah. La Push and like gorgeous shores. Mm. But anyway. It's a great area. Oh, it's so beautiful. But... I was really struck by how many trees there still were. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you, you would see like, oh, this, that's weird that there's this whole patch of like new trees that are here. What? Um, the whole paper industry actually kind of crashed because of obviously electronics and electronic like uses and like we need a lot less paper. And that must have helped our like forestry resources, right? Um. Well, I don't know. It's uh, what I know about the paper industry's um, renewability is that, uh, well, the forestry industry, I suppose, is that it, it comes from two things. One is reading signs uh, as I'm driving along country roads in Oregon, um, <laughs> big, big, big forestry place. And then mm. um, another is a discussion I had on a lift ride back from an airport once with a guy whose family owns a big plot of land out in uh out in Oregon as well doing forestry and he said it's it's a they move in a big circle where they excavate I don't know like 50 acres at a time or something like that Mm -hmm. and no I'm thinking it might not have been 50 but um and then they say it takes 50 years to regrow trees to a sustainable level and so they have a big circle wherein if they just harvest every single year they come back to the first one as soon as it hits year 50. Right. So there's always just a big trailing circle as though as though you're getting the waiting symbol on a, like a Windows 10 machine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously the downside or maybe not obviously, but the downside of the way that the lumber industry or just I mean, having like lumber farms or like tree farms or just replanting forests is that you do you still lose habitats. Yes, but um and old growth forests that are like thousands of years old. Well, those are gone. yeah, but we already destroyed that. Uh, sorry, <laughs> but it's worth noting. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I just like I pragmatically moving forward. Like, if something's already destroyed, I don't think the answer is like, well, just let it grow forever. I guess, and then we should just never have paper. Um, yeah, I mean, the old growth forests we still have. We should probably leave there. But, <laughs> but like the 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 period like after say I don't know five to ten years of growth that's habitat right like 
If you go into like it is a habitat, but it like there was a, a huge habitat disruption that wouldn't have been there otherwise. True. Um and you can't get around that. Agreed. Point made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a that's a shame. Well, I mean what we, uh, noted. What what should we do about this other than note it? Like is is there an actionable thing we can do with regard to paper towels? Like I don't know. I uh we just finished our engineering wondered series. Price of progress so ago. on and so forth. Yeah, price of progress. And I I think it's important like it's really valuable and important to note these things even if you don't take specific action about them because then you can kind of start to do a kind of progress accounting. <laughs> like all right, that's another cost that we're paying for the price of progress noted like and at what and then you can kind of like have because you're educated about what the things that you will buy cost you you can Mm -hmm. decide what's worth it to you right but i mean we've done these ecologies though they're very complicated so like for instance uh okay so you're getting your cotton your cotton fabrics what has cotton cost us i mean (laughs) if, if you're really willing to say put every crime a product has brought upon us, then you need to put like slavery under cotton, which I understand is totally silly, but like you kind of do right under that, under that thought process. Like how? Because, uh, had cotton not been such an important resource to produce, then it wouldn't have been, well, we would have had slavery for sugar as well. Um, yeah. All right, fine. It was a reach, but the much, the the weaker, the weaker argument there is more about soil depletion because cotton is a mess for growing. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. That's why uh, George Washington Carver was like um, a big guy for peanuts is because legumes have a certain... turn nitrogen to the soil. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, cotton is a depleter. And so that's why you do crop rotation. And that's why he yeah. advocated for peanuts so much. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that's a problem with cotton. So I was just like... And then also, like, what about the water use? Now, again, that's marginal. Like, maybe the extra water you use to wash something... I mean, yeah. probably not that big a deal, but I don't know. I mean, it's worth noting. All worth noting. Yeah. Do nothing. Clean nothing. Or do do something. <laughs> like, decide whether you want to do something. <laughs> Make an informed decision. Uh, yeah, fair. Um, well, so uh, I think the other thing, too, about um, the paper industry, specifically not the lumber industry, the forestry industry, is that they use like a lot of acids and stuff. And sometimes that has like weird runoff. Um, oh if, yeah. If it's not properly oh. maintained. Fun fact about my alma mater, alma mater, mm. the place that I'm going to school now yeah. and in the past I've also gone to school. <laughs> um until I think 2009 or so, they had maybe the country's only pulp and paper engineering degree. <laughs> Cuz it's such a big deal here or it was. I I that sounds wrong. Is it really is the pulp and paper industry really uh crashing out? Yeah. I mean, in comparison to what it was. Yeah. Can we find um, some kind of article about that or something in the show notes? Because I'd like to read more. But yeah. um, Interesting. It's hard to believe that. Yeah. I mean, I guess paperless offices, paper. Yeah, I guess it all adds up, right? Like there's just so Mm -hmm. much I don't do on paper anymore. Yeah, exactly. And I get actively mad when people write, send mail to me and expect me to respond. Yeah. Or when they like say, print this out and then sign it and then mail it back to us. Well, that's the dumbest. Mail it back to you. You emailed this to me. (laughs) At best, I will scan this for you. But you know what I'm really going to do? I'm going to drag and drop a JPEG image of my signature. Absolutely are. (laughs) Um, 
anyway, so I wanted to talk a little bit about paper towels uh, in public places. So I think I think we've well exhausted the in-home uh, section of paper towel use, which is mostly used for like, ah, that's a mess. I don't want to clean that up. Can Good. I ask you a question? Go ahead. So previously we've talked about being in a public bathroom uh-huh. and we've talked about how you really just try not to touch anything uh-huh. unless it's absolutely necessary. That's the plan. A Dyson Airblade. How do you feel if you like accidentally touch the walls of a Dyson Airplane? Real bad. I like feel ready to like crawl out of my skin. Oh yeah, it's just like it's like what if we uh, took this place that's already dirty and like put a little dank cave inside of that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a um, study out recently that showed that the Dyson Airblade was probably less hygienic than a uh, paper towel. Really? Mm-hmm. But there's UV. I don't know. I didn't read the study. Okay, cool. We'll put it in the show notes. We put that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. There is U- is there UV? I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's why it's blue. Oh, I just thought that was for fun. Right. <laughs> Isn't that like a mistake? Like put exposing your hands to UV? Um not that. Like it would have to be weak, and then it's like you might as well just be sunlight. Like, you know, in my hands. I mean, you do this well, some places do this when you get your nails painted. You put your lights under UV and it helps uh, them dry faster. Cure it, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, it's good to know. Um But uh yeah, I don't know. Do you use the the paper towels in a um if if there's a paper towel or a hand dryer, what do you prefer? Paper towel versus hand dryer. Um hand well, Dyson Airblade paper towel hand dryer. Really? You, you take the Airblade the highest. Yeah, it's fast and it like actually works and I don't have to use like two paper towels, which I always feel bad about. Yeah. I'm with you. Um yeah, the 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 regular the the no Plus it's like a little game of operation. How so? Oh yeah, the Airblade. Got it. <laughs> Oh, but I'm bad at operation. The um the yeah, the regular air dryer is like it's just warm air blowing on you. Pointless. Yeah. Although I did read a sign once that said you rub should your rub your hands. And Genius. that that was a real big deal because yeah, it thins out the water, like a little bit evaporates and then you rub it more and then it thins out again and a little bit evaporates and that totally uh increases it keeps the surface area maximal the entire time. Really good. It actually does help, as yeah. opposed to like it makes the regular air dryer from being useless to like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just under a paper towel. <laughs> Here's the thing: so we use fifty uh, percent more paper towels than in Europe, and five hundred percent more than Latin America. And mm-hmm. so from there, I think it's safe to extrapolate to the rest of the world because my experience of living in Southeast Asia was they just don't put paper towels out. That's yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My experience in Latin America was they. If anything, there's like a cloth there. Yeah, which I might not use. I don't know. But like I felt that, that was the thing that made me feel most like spoiled first world American was just that like it like literally I was baffled. I was just like, what do I like? You just shake it a lot and then kind of yeah. rub it on your shirt or something. And it's like, really? Yeah. This is yeah. this is the thing we're doing. Mm. And almost everything else felt like, eh, you know, I mean, different culture. What are you going to do? But that one, I don't know. It just felt. I felt so imperial being like, surely we can we can get these backwards people to have paper towels. <laughs> what, what what would your ideal solution to a hand drying in a public place be? Do you think it's the Airblade or something akin to that? I think that the Airblade, if you cannot touch the touch the sides of the Dyson Airblade, I think it's the best one. It's mm, a hard game, though. I don't know. Well, let's make that contingent on whatever this study says that we will read in the future. <laughs> Um. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else to say about paper towels? I feel like uh, 
my relationship with it is one of like, yeah, I use it, but I feel bad about it. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, eating too much ice cream or something. Yeah. No, I feel like um, other green people are like, oh, you don't use paper towels. Wow, you're so green. And I'm like, I know I'm your queen. <laughs> but I don't compost. So, <laughs> I mean, we just do what we can do. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a classic. Paper towel is, is I think... You can hold it up as a, a very good representation of the classic trade-off of convenience versus sustainability. Yeah. Because um, it's very convenient. It's okay. It's very convenient. What do you it do? It depends is- how often you wash your sheets. Yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> what do you use um, for like a gunky mess? Like a thing that's like, you know, oil or like just something that's really not going to come out easy in the wash mm, or might stain uh- your thing forever, you know? I use, um, there's just this old... St- this is kind of gross. But when I moved in, there was like an old stack of washcloths like yeah. behind the laundry machine. And I'm like, Weird. well, they're already behind the laundry machine. <laughs> and so I washed them and I'd just been using them for like the the absolute grungiest stuff. No, I think that makes sense. And then slowly throwing them out because I don't really want them, but I can't throw them out. Well, it's like a free cycle principle, right? It's, it's uh, yeah. The idea is like, well, this wasn't going to get used any other way. So even though it's like... Producing it took some effort. Eh, you know, it's just going to get thrown I, out. It feels like they've had a full life. I do that with old t-shirts, you know? You cut yeah. them up. Yeah. And I call them rags. Yeah, we rags. used to do that in my household. Those are rags. <laughs> They're literally rags. I just said, you're too good for rags. <laughs> I'm not too good for rags. But, like, I'm not going to belittle my linens with the term rags when they're clearly not rags. Talk about anthropomorphizing. I think maybe you've gone too far with your linens. You've given them little creepy eyes. No, they have normal human eyes. (laughs) They're relatable and they're not cannibals. Well, I think maybe that's a good topic uh, to not talk about. (laughs) Uh, And maybe we'll talk about something else next week. And until then, that's Catherine Cogan over there. Tim Dobbs right over here. She sees what she wants. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs>